Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood podcast. This week's episode is going to be about how you can feel more understood by your husband. This is often the case when you have conflict, and this is actually inspired by a post I saw by Esther Perel. If you don't know her, you gotta go get to know her. She's got books, she's got a podcast, she's got an Instagram account. I highly recommend checking her stuff out. She is truly an inspiration in terms of intimacy and relationships and all of that. But anyway, her post inspired me to record this episode because oftentimes when we're in conflict with our significant other, and it feels like they don't understand us. Things can get really frustrating and the problem then becomes harder to resolve. And you end up either just forgetting about it and just throwing your hands up in the air in defeat, or you try to communicate more or better only to find that he still doesn't get it or so you believe, right? That's how it feels like to you. He just doesn't get it. And if this is happening to you, then it's probably because the conversations that are happening aren't going beyond the surface. Now, what do I mean by that, right? When you are in conflict, what do you tend to do? You tend to bring up the details of what upset you otherwise known as the trigger, right? It's all about what what happened, what he did, how it upset you, and how you're not okay with it, okay? And this type of response and strategy to conflict is the thing that I notice the most in couples, like with how they deal with their conflict. This is the number one thing I notice when I'm people watching, when I'm working with my clients, when I am uh, watching relationship shows, right? Like I love watching uh, Bachelorette, Bachelor, Love is Blind, like all that stuff. I am a sucker for it. Hence why I'm a marriage coach. I just find people really fascinating. And I love to get to know why do people do what they do? And I often talk to the TV (laughs) when this happens because I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? Or, 
hey, this is what they mean to say, but that's not what they're saying, right? And, and this is exactly what's going on in your conflict if you feel like your husband isn't getting you, right? You're either not saying what you need to be saying and you're just focusing on the surface level stuff like how he didn't put his clothes in the hamper or how he's not helping out enough, right? You're focusing on the specifics about the issue rather than what it's really about, okay? So you're staying on the surface instead of taking a moment to go deeper, okay? So if this is you, no worries, right? Totally normal. You are not alone. I bet you majority of your friends also do this. If you start observing their relationships and disagreements, you'll notice that they do the same as well. This is heavily prevalent on TV shows. And I just want to let you know that if this is where you're at, it's okay, right? Like we all start from somewhere. I definitely used to do this and sometimes can fall into doing this if I'm not feeling my best, right? If my capacity and bandwidth is really low, then yeah, I'm going to do this too. But the two most important things you can focus on when you want to have a productive conversation with your husband are these two things, right? What you feel and what you want. Super simple, right? There's nothing complicated about this, only in that you need to take the time to actually figure it out, right? I used to and still do when I don't have the capacity to, right? Just, uh, I'm upset. And then I run to whoever I'm with at the time, whoever my significant other was, right? Because I did this when I was dating and I did this earlier in my marriage as well. So let's just use my husband, for example. I'd run to my husband and I'm like, I didn't like that you did that. Why did you do that? How could you do that? Why did you think that was a good idea? Right? And I would just essentially criticize him and talk about the actual situation and the, the specific details about the situation that upset me. Meanwhile, I'm there, you know, like listening to what he has to say and feeling like he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand why I'm upset and why isn't this getting fixed? I'm communicating. This is way better than the alternative, which is not communicating. So what's the issue here? Why aren't we getting through this? Why is this still something we're talking about like an hour later? When is this going to feel resolved for me? right? And so I felt like we were talking in circles. And as time went on, the conversation got more and more frustrating. And I just wanted to leave, right? I didn't want to have the conversation anymore, but I was committed to making sure that we resolved it. So I just stood, stayed there. I stayed there and we, we talked for way longer than we needed to. And looking back, I realized it was because I didn't know how I felt about it other than mad, right? There's always something underneath that. And I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't take the time to pause and figure out, well, what is it that I feel, right? Underneath the anger or the frustration and sadness, what's triggering this feeling? What is it that I want? What am I not feeling from him? What is it that I need more of? Or, you know, like, what is it? So it's just like, 
taking the time to ask myself these reflective questions to then take it and bring it into the conversation, already having received some clarity on my own instead of doing what I used to do, which was really taking my problem, wrapping it up in a pretty bow and handing it to my husband and say, here you go, fix it. Figure out how I feel, figure out what I need, come up with some magical solution and come save me like the the knight in shining armor, like whatever, right? That's what I did. I didn't realize I was doing that, right? I thought I was doing what I had to do. I was mad, I go talk about it. That's the process, right? But there's a step that I was missing, which was figuring out my own stuff, right? So here's a little trick if you're like, okay, I know how I feel, right? But I don't know how to verbalize what I want, right? So here's another question to ask yourself if this is you. If you could rewrite how things happen, how things played out, how would you have liked it to go? to prevent all of this mess, this whole blow up from happening, right? If you could write the script on how he would have handled something, how he would have responded or reacted or supported you, what would he have done differently? Okay. And when you have that answer, that's how you want things to go moving forward. Okay. So take a look at what that is. And ask yourself, why is that important to me? What do I get out of that? How, how does that make me feel instead of what happened? That is your goal. That's what you want to communicate with him instead of criticizing how he did something, quote unquote, wrong, right? It's, it's not wrong. It's just not for you. You, to be in a healthy, fulfilling relationship with you you know, X, Y, and Z need to happen or need to be considered. And so this is a learning opportunity. And this reflective moment that you take to understand your internal world is exactly how you use conflict to grow as a couple, okay? This is how you grow in your relationship. So having these two key pieces of information and sharing it with your husband will lead to a much quicker and more productive conversation with him, okay? I know you do not have extra time to be using to like argue. I know I don't. I would much rather be using that time with something else, especially now that school's back in session and we're about to have activities and school schedules. And I've got three kids in three different schools. And so they're all going to have three different activities too. So I'm not messing around here. Like I'm not here to tell you to continue doing what you're doing. Crossing your fingers crossing your eyeballs, your your hair, your toes, whatever, and hoping that if you keep communicating that you're going to magically become a better communicator, okay? That could be true, but it's also the slowest route possible, okay? The fastest route possible would be to stop and reflect, okay? And even faster would be to actually work with someone like me, work with a professional, um, a marriage coach, um, so that you can be shown exactly 
what blinders you have on, what assumptions you're making, what you're not allowing yourself to actually understand about yourself and, and own about yourself, about your needs. Without all those like beliefs that you have acquired through your upbringing, right? Like for me, it was like, don't depend on a man, be independent, right? And so I struggled with receiving. I struggled with allowing men to compliment me. I struggled with allowing men to help me because I grew up believing that that was not something I should be doing. That meant that I was incapable of doing it myself or that I was needy or that I I was not independent and assertive. And growing up with that narrative, I really had to unlearn a lot of stuff. And, and that that really played a part in arguments that I had, right? Like I viewed being clear on your emotions and allowing yourself to feel your feelings and, and talking about it as a sign of weakness. So allow yourself to figure out these two key pieces of information, right? Like how you feel and also what you want. Because without this information, your husband will only be left confused, maybe even frustrated and angry, but you're also going to be frustrated and no one wins, right? And I feel like if everybody applied this to their conflict, right? Like when they realize, like, I'm pissed, they sat down to figure their own stuff out that a lot of marriage problems could be prevented. And dare I say, divorces and separations as well. Not all of them, but a lot of them, okay? Because without these two key pieces of information, the conversations that you're having are more likely than not two people talking about two different things, not two people in one conversation, okay? So you have to, have to, have to first understand yourself so that you can share it with them. And then not only that, that gives you the space to figure them out as well. Getting curious to understand what their side is instead of constantly trying to figure out, well, how does this affect me? How do I feel about what he's saying, right? Because you've already sorted out what you need and how you feel, and you're just sharing it. This is not a brainstorming session about how you feel, right? Now it's a brainstorming session about how to resolve the problem. And when you focus on the specifics of the situation, right? Like let's say you continue doing things how you're doing them right now, talking about the laundry, talking about the dishes, talking about uh, not going on dates, whatever. All you're doing is teaching him how to handle situations that are exactly the same as the issue that is being discussed, okay? When really the issue is that it's a recurring feeling that you're experiencing, which is why you've gotten to that point where you're like, I cannot handle this anymore. I cannot take any more of this, right? And so you want to dig deep into what that feeling is that you want to resolve, not the actual issue. Okay. Cause you're, you're talking about, oh, I'm, I'm going to focus on this, like, I don't know, uh, this like rotten apple when really you should be addressing what's going on with the tree. Okay. I hope that analogy works for you guys, but you have to take a step back and consider how does this play into everything? Is there a reason why this particular situation is 
really upsetting me? Like, why is this triggering me more than normal, right? And here are some, let's see, one, two, three, four, five specific feelings that you actually might be looking for when you get upset that are layers deep. So number one is maybe you want to feel more respected. Okay. So when you're thinking about, oh, you didn't put the laundry away or whatever, maybe the narrative is when he does that, I feel like he thinks I'm his maid. Okay. So then you got to go a layer deeper. Well, how does that make me feel when I feel like he thinks that I'm the maid, right? Oh, I feel disrespected as his wife. I don't feel like he's being a partner. I feel like he's taking me for granted. So you have to ask yourself these questions to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's how you'll have the real conversations that are filled with awareness filled with vulnerability so that you can actually get somewhere. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is desired. Okay. To feel like he wants you. Number three is supported. Like he's there for you emotionally as a partner. And the next one is appreciated, right? Everybody loves to feel appreciated for what we do, for what we bring to the table, for who we are. And then related to that is the last one, which is accepted. We want to feel like we're chosen, like how we are is who we are loved for and that we are welcomed into their world, not just in parallel, but but we are able to be a part of their life more than other people. So if you are struggling to feel understood by your partner, by your husband, I hope this episode helped you out. This is part one of who knows, because there are so many different ways that you can help yourself feel more understood. But this is definitely the most important aspect that you can work on. And I urge you to start taking a moment to pause and figure out these two key pieces of information before handling conflict and going to him and starting to talk about it. Okay. So start here, stay tuned for additional episodes to cover other ways that you can help yourself take your conflict and grow a deeper connection with your husband. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll catch you next time. Bye. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the marriage and motherhood podcast. I hope that this episode helps you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly with yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more moms just like you have a more fulfilling life and marriage because we all deserve to have that and so much more. If you want to help spread the word, take a screenshot and share this episode on your IG stories and tag me at Michelle Perda Coaching. And if you'd like to request a specific topic for a future episode, put your request in by sending me a DM. See you back here next week. Bye.